then we will do it. They are recording all of these sessions to where you'll be able to hear them. I'm not quite sure how that's going to all end up or work out. Online. online. Awesome. 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 Surely. So remember to keep in mind what we talked about earlier is that you can do this, all right? Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so what we have done is our vision for Widow's Link is to equip churches to minister to widows. That is our, that, that is our main thing. And yes, we are also ministering to widows. Every year we do a widow's cruise. Um, we had we had waited for seven years planning a cruise, and we finally planned a cruise. And so we paid for it and sent off our passports, and three days later, my sucker husband died. I just wanted to go up to heaven and go, boom! <laughs> waited all these years to go to a cruise with you, and you die on me. And so I went ahead and I rescheduled the cruise for later that year and invited my sister to go. She ended up getting sick and invited that youth pastor friend of mine from Tennessee to go with me <laughs> a week before the cruise. And mom calls and says, Missy won't be able to go with you. She's in the hospital. She's got a hole in her intestines. Okay, she strikes her out. Okay, God, it's you and I. And, and I tell you what, I went on that widow's cruise and I had the most magnificent time. Me and God, we had just such a great time. And I came home, I was refreshed, I had no iPad, no emails, no <laughs> nothing for, you know, for six, seven days, and I came home so refreshed, and I came to God, almost in a comic kind of way, and I go, God, I, I will become, I will become your ambassador to cruising for widows if you want. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> He took me seriously. <laughs> and the next year, we began Widow's Cruises. And we have seen God just do mighty things. Um, at least at least 50% to 60% of the time, um, we have widows who've never been in a cruise before. And, you know, they'll tell me, Marlene, I never would have stepped out to try something like this on my own. And also stepping out among women they don't know many times, and it grows them. And then the power of God is so much. We've seen so much happen. I'm going to share one of the testimonies today. and You know, but we just try to connect widows. And so I go around. I speak at a lot of Valentine's Day groups, <laughs> except for this year. <laughs> February was the loneliest month. <laughs> usually, usually I'll do anywhere from four to six widows' Valentine banquets. Um, and this year I did one. But just being able to do that. We do that at Widow's Link. We do cruises. Um, we have lots of things available online. Uh, they were talking this morning about what God has done during this year of COVID. And um, about March, March 15th, my son said to me, Mom, a lot of these widows are going to be inside 
and and this COVID's going to be hard on them. He said, you need to do a State of the Union address of encouragement. And I'm like, okay, all right. And he said, you need to, need to do a Facebook Live. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> Stretch me, why don't you, God? Um, so the Lord put something together, and um, February, on March 21st, I did a encouragement to widows. And then the Lord, in his creativity, followed up the next day, and I did 22 things for widows to do while they were home. And then God has given me this gift for creativity, and he said, Layman, I want you to use this gift I've given you. He said, I want you to speak into the widows every day. And I'm like, you're so crazy. Three months before, ladies, watch what you pray. Three months before, I had told the Lord, I said, Lord, my Facebook, you know, it, I'm not real good. You know, there's some people who are real good about, you know, sharing with the world everything that's going on. I said, I'm not real good at keeping up with Facebook and Facebook. I said, I need help. I need to be able to improve it. God says, I want you to do something on Facebook every day, Monday through Friday. Do what we ended up coming up with was a little bit of fun, a little bit of the sun. I gave them something fun to do and then a little bit of the sun, Jesus Christ, encouragement. So it was just about 10 minutes, just fun things to do at home. We did we did thankfulness um, you know, necklaces, and just, we did all sorts of things, but you can go back and see that, so I did that for 40 days, and then after that, I said, well, God, you know, he closed that off, and I said, okay, now what am I to do, I don't want to lose my Facebook presence, so he laid on my heart, Wednesday's words for widows, so I had, I did that for eight months, I just finished my last one last week, because now I've got so much traveling that I'm busy, thank the Lord, <laughs> So there are over 80 Facebook Lives that widows can go to our Facebook. And, and you just go to Widows Link on Facebook, and you'll find them. And so, you know, ways that we are trying to help widows and encourage widows while at the same time equipping the church, okay? So just kind of tell you where we are headed with that, with, with, with equipping the church, is my, my vision is that I want to have a director of widows over every state or network district in the United States. And then they will be helping all the churches. So one day I believe that Ohio will have a widow's director who will be there to help you and, you know, help you to where I can't be everywhere, but you will have a widow's director. We're, we're believing for that, right? Amen. Amen. So pray with us about that. No, no, it's called Widow's Link. Widow's Link. Yes. Widow's Link. Just go to Facebook and type in Widow's Link. Okay? Okay. Um, um, I'll go ahead and mention it now. On our website, which is widowslink.org, um, we, we have other things that um, we've been doing a video series, and we're going to be doing six, seven more this year. It's just that my son who does all of our videoing just had a baby this week. <laughs> Thank you, my third grandchild. A beautiful, uh, he was 10 six. Totally natural, did not care. But she had a midwife, and that midwife made the difference. She kept putting warm, hot washcloths on her, and she did not care with a 10 six baby. I'm like, that midwife knew what she was doing. Yeah, so. Um, 
so he's kind of occupied for the next couple months. But right now there's three videos on there. It's a series that we've called Dear Widow. And basically I took the example of Paul encouraging the church, you know, to the church of Corinth and everything else. So I'm like, Dear Widow, you know, here are some challenging parts of widowhood. And so then I just speak to the widow. You will be able, you are able to use those videos for your small group, as we're about to talk about. There's also a widow's virtual conference on there. That was something else I did last year for the first time ever. <laughs> we did a virtual widow's conference. We, we are keeping that on Facebook for the church to use. So in, in one of your meetings, you can all gather together and, you know, watch it, watch it on somebody's TV or on a screen. Okay? So we're trying to put more things into your hands to be able to help you within your small meetings. Okay? Small group meetings. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this. So, leading a widow's ministry. We had touched on the first part earlier that anyone can do it. You know, you don't have to be a widow. Laura, you know, doesn't, you know, it's just to have a heart for widows. And then you have to remember that we're working together as a team, right? So, you want to keep in communication with your authority. Um, if this is on your heart to begin a widow's ministry, at, after you go through it and kind of look at things and maybe plan some things down, you want to get with your authority and say, here's my heart, here's what I want to do, and keep in contact with them, you know, of course, get their permission and all. Um, and then we're going to get into planning the first meeting, all right? Um, and I'm going to watch my time. This is going to go until 1230, so we're good. Uh, so you can, you, you can decide the time and the day and everything if you've already had your kickoff event, you can use those sheets to plan it. But one of the things at the kickoff event, and I did not mention this earlier, I thought, at the kickoff event, you do want to have your first meeting planned. So that way on the table you can have, come join us, you know, on, on, on what's the date today? <laughs> April 1st for, for our first small group meeting of widows. And if you want to come up with a name, you can. Or you can wait till your group gathers together and let them come up with a name. All right? I, five years ago, when I began this, I had some people using the name Widow's Link. I'd rather you all come up with your own name. Okay? Make it your own. Many times, widows don't want to use the word widow. You're going to talk to widows. You're going to say, I don't consider myself a widow. I'm single. Because the word widow bothers them. So just understand that. That's okay. That's all right. They're a widow, but, you know, they're just having a rough time admitting it. And that's okay. That's all right. So um, someone who has a group, uh, someone had shared with us, but there's all kind of names out there. But let the ladies think together. You can even look online or just kind of come up with some ideas yourself and just go ahead and name it. But then if you'll have that on the table, and once you have that, once you have the kickoff banquet, and you look through the sheets, you can say, oh, everybody says they want to have it twice a month. Okay, well, if they want to have it twice a month, then at the first meeting, you can then plan, you know, and announce, okay, we're going to have it twice a month. My ladies wanted it twice a month because they're like, well, if we only have it once a month, if we have a family event or something, we're not going to see each other for two months. And so they chose to have it every, every, um, every two weeks. So everyone's different. So. Um, 
once you get the sheets, you can kind of decide for sure and just definitely, okay, this time we've come up with, is it, is it a good day and et cetera. Uh, location, very flexible again. Um, you can meet at a bank. You can meet at a senior center. There's all different ideas. Person's house, church, you know, it doesn't have to be at a church. A house is very homey, isn't it? It's a very comfortable, comfortable feel. So consider all those different things. And we had talked about who's invited. Please don't invite widowers. They can have their own. That's why this program is for either one. Or, you know, so it works out really good. Um, I've talked to some churches and they ask me, well, is it okay to invite divorcees or single women? And what I tell them is the journeys are different. You have divorcees, they, you know, when you're a widow, you didn't have a choice in this. It just happened. Sometimes divorcees didn't have a choice either because, you know, the husband did it. But, um, but still, there's so many differences. But I just leave it up to every church. You can do it as you want. You just be led of the Lord. But just know the journeys are different. Okay? So just to kind of just kind of let you know there. Um, but God is faithful. He'll direct you. You know, if you're in a small town and you just have a few people and you want to, just do whatever you want along that line. Okay? All right. So then within the meeting, this is the fun part, okay? A meeting can be whatever you'd like it to be. One thought is, please don't make it another Bible study. Okay? Widows need to talk, don't we? We need to talk. You know, in a Bible study, just kind of, you know. And most of the time, if you're much of a churchgoer, we're already so plump with God's word that we're not using it as it is. All right? So let's, the top priority of this small group meeting is to give widows a chance to talk with another. I mean, to talk with each other. To help heal. To help relate. To help get those 20,000 words out. So the fish might actually like me. You know? Um, and so I go through some different ideas. It's really nice to have a meeting idea. I think, I think Jesus set up this example so well in the word, you know, so many times you'll find him eating with people because there's something about eating that just relaxes you, right? And gets you tired, (laughs) but it just, it just, it just promotes conversation, getting to know one another. So there's different ways you can do it. Uh, we always usually did potluck to where the ladies just brought something. And it was amazing how God just put it all together. You can plan it. You know, you can call the different widows and say, okay, um, now for the first meeting, plan for your food. You know, I mean, don't, I wouldn't do a potluck the first meeting necessarily. Okay. Plan it ahead so the widows are kind of, they're just coming to be blessed that first meeting. And then you can kind of ask them, how do you want to do this? Um, Are y'all up to maybe each bringing a dish? And there's some who don't like to cook fine, you could bring the cheese or the ice or something like that or the butter and bread. Okay, so give them that option. But um, a meal just promotes that so much because you can do potluck. You can order food from a restaurant. You can have Sunday school teachers, uh, Sunday school classes cooked for you. I'm sorry, small group classes (laughs) cooked from you. Step into the centuries. Um, Let's see. Um... Decorating the tables. I love to do this. Maybe it's just me, but I think it just adds a touch and it helps the widows feel special. You know, we want to do that. 
there. That's, that's what the banquet is in a big degree. I don't even know how special they are. But how nice it is to instead of just walk into a church white table where you're all going to meet, why not just get yourself a dollar tablecloth and, you know, Dollar Tree always has decorations. <laughs> if nothing else, get a balloon <laughs> that says welcome or smile or, you know, just something fun. Let them know that they're important. Okay? So take that time. Make it pretty for them. Uh, you might find somebody within your group who enjoys doing that. There might be a widow who you've been to her house and she always has the table set up nice or she's always talking about how she's decorating this or decorating that. Use that gift. God gives different people, you know, within the body. Pastor was talking about this morning. We've all got different gifts. Use those gifts. And, and you can develop more of that as you have more meetings. Okay? You can, you, can, you can ask them after the first meeting, hey, would anyone like to do the table decorations next week? ask them. Um, also, you can have someone to keep attendance or else just kind of do a sign-up, sign-in sheet because it's really important to let them know that they were missed. A lot of times, especially if you go to a larger church, you already don't think anyone notices when you're not there. And small group is all about family. What you're trying to do within your small group is create a, a safe family time for the ladies to get to know one another and to build you know, to build those relationships. All right. Are we doing good? Any questions right now? No? Okay. These, so important. Now, you may think that you have, you know, all, all my ladies know each other. Y'all, how old am I? <laughs> 63. <laughs> I forget people's names that I know. Okay. And also, if you end up with one new lady, it's really nice to be able to look at the name tags and say, I know this lady is going to like her. Okay? To be able to remember that and to be able to use their name when talking. So it doesn't matter if everybody knows each other. I would have name tags every time. Just don't go to Staples and buy them, okay? <laughs> uh, now, if you want, you can play games. Icebreakers. Icebreakers are always good, always fun to have. I didn't talk about that at the banquet, but that's real fun to have. <coughs> Excuse me. My son sent me a picture the other day, and he has just ordered this car, this pack of cards for his small group, and it is conversation starters. And this one in particular is past, present, future. So you can use something like that at the table and just put a few cards on the table. It gets them talking. All right, so something like that can be used for banquet or also or also your small group. Um, we're going to give more ideas in a little while, too. Um, if you want to do a book study, I suggest you give it about, I gave it, I think, a year and a half before I actually did a book study. Um, and I'd almost suggest you do it, do it weekly for about six weeks. Like you were talking about, you've just done that study with yours. Keep it to just about six, seven weeks. And you, you, you know, do a weekly Bible study, but keep it separate from your meetings, you know, because I think it's terrible going through a book once a month, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I read the book already, and we're only on chapter two, so. So, doing it weekly, that's something fun, but, but maybe give yourself six months because you want the ladies to get to know one another right now. That's the priority, is building that thing. 
always, it's always good to have a short devotional. Widows need the word of God. We all need the word of God. But widows need to be reminded God is our husband. He is our helper. He is everything that we need. So definitely have a, have a short devotional. After a while, you can, you can possibly ask another widow to even do it. You, know, you don't have to do it all. Use, use the widows within your group, but give them that time limit, okay? Right? <laughs> a window. Um, like games, like games is fun, but also also having a, having a game day. You know, once, once a quarter, you could just plan a game day. I miss playing games. My kids keep buying all these new modern games. You know, I'm like, I just want to play Scrabble. <laughs> Has anyone in here beside me played, played a game by themselves at their table? I played Scrabble about a month ago. I'm like, I want to play Scrabble. I have nobody to play Scrabble. My son lives in my apartment complex, but I played Scrabble by myself. And I won't say I have played other games by myself, too. <laughs> this is Chris. This is Laura. This is me. <laughs> How lonely can you get during COVID, okay? <laughs> oh, Father. Okay. Um, and at your meetings, I think it's fun to have joy pride. It's just, it, it's just, you know, it's just another something fun. And doesn't have to be a lot. You can go to the Dollar Tree and pick up two things, put it in a bag. I'm always shopping for their two, two for a dollar bags. Every Dollar Tree I go into, I look to see if they have the two for a dollar bag because they're they're shiny, they're bright, they're colorful. And so, um, yeah, this one is this one is one of those. So let's give this away. Another door prize because we love door prizes, right? All right. So this one is for Barb Nichols. All right, Miss Barb. Yay. All right. That's for you. For you, for you. <laughs> oh, we'll go ahead and give out some more food, too. Why not, right? Okay. <laughs> why are you laughing? Tell me why you're laughing. Do you? Good, good. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Barbie, you were about to get another gift. <laughs> but instead, this one goes to Ruthie. Ruthie. There we go. There's a free meal at Arby's, girl. Enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy. And I, I just love to give things away, okay? <laughs> Janice? All right, Janice. There's Chick-fil-A. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> and then Emily? She was in the first session, right? Oh, well. Oh, well. Christine? Okay, Christine. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so is there is there one more person? Okay. Tasha? Okay. So everybody got a door prize, right? Did you fill out one of those? Oh, okay. Look in the front of your, it, it, it was in front of your notes. 
Okay. Yeah, yes. If you'll fill it out, I'll I'll get a free meal out of my car or out of my purse for you, okay? <laughs> if you don't fill it out, you don't get it. No. <laughs> All right. So door prizes, you know, everyone loves winning something, right? So and everybody won something. And and you got a bag of chocolates too. <laughs> All right, good, 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 good. Um it's real important to be flexible with your meetings, especially in the beginning. I remember a lot of my beginning meetings. I would plan things for the meeting and plan different things to do. And in the first six months, ladies, you can pretty well throw out your plans most of the day because the ladies need to talk, and you're going to find that. And they're going to be helping each other. You know, there's going to be a healing process. They're going to understand one another. They understand each other's pain. And so such a connection is made when they get together. So I would say the first six months, I was just like, okay, you know, another plan thrown out the window. <laughs> but, you know, you, you can still plan for what you want to talk about or what you want to do. But let the Holy Spirit lead you, okay? He's the one in charge of your meeting. And he is using that time that they are talking. It's not wasted time. It is investment into their lives. So it's just make that a priority. Um, and then it's always good to tell the ladies of the next meeting, you know, when your next meeting is or if, you, you know, if you can tell them the next two meetings, you know, have it on a sheet of paper, print it up for them because where do we seniors put all of our appointments? <laughs> on the refrigerator <laughs> or on a calendar. But give them the opportunity to do that. Now, when it comes close to the meeting, you do want to go ahead and, and call them a few days before and remind them and just personally invite them or have another widow do that, okay? Use the other widows that God has given you. And I'm sorry, I said widows. Use the other people in your church. I have a, I have a church that just began um, a widow's ministry and she has two helpers. Neither of them are widows, but they're helping her. They're helping her to do these things. So, you know, you don't have to be a widow to do it. You don't have to have widows just being the ones helping you. It's nice to be able to just let the church do what it's called to do. All right? And then um, having a time of prayer, I suggest it at the end. Because here you have spent this hour or two together, and and you've heard of different needs. and And they know if the lady has an anniversary next week. And if she's hurting it, if she's dreading it, you know, if she's got a son that, that, that is into drugs and she shared that pain or, you know, just, just you have that knowledge now how to pray for them. So I try to encourage widows to pray with each other. I went, I went and did a widows conference and I guess we had a bunch of, I don't know what denomination it was, but it was widows from the entire community. And I had them break up into two to pray for one another. And it's like they had never prayed with another person before. <laughs> and so I just had to be real patient and just kind of, you know, just, just, just taught, teach them. Teach them how. They may not have, you know, helped or prayed for another person before. So teach them. Just walk them through it. And just, it doesn't have to be much. But it's learning to pray one for another. We who had Christian husbands who, you know, when you prayed together, we missed that. When I lay down at night, I have no one to pray over me or for me. So have them praying for one another. We need to hear that, don't we? We need to hear that. So, you know, 
if if you feel comfortable with that. You might have to grow into that. Don't feel like you have to do that the first time. The first time you might just, you know, say, you know, what are our, you know, what are our requests? You know, you know, we've heard different things today and then write them down. Um, because then when you go, if, if you, um, when you check on the widows, if you want to in a couple weeks, check on them and say, how are you doing? You know, how did you make it through? Or you can send a card and say, praying for you today. Something like that. But you'll have this knowledge from the meeting. So you may begin just praying for the needs and then later on teach them to pray one for another. I think we've kind of gotten away from that in the church a little bit. And we need to get back to it. You know, the, the Bible commands us, pray one for another. And it's so much more powerful to hear it. Um, you do want to be careful that your meeting does not become a, oh, me meeting. I'm so sorrowful. I miss my husband so much. You don't want it to become that kind of meeting because your ladies are not going to want to come back. There's going to be possibly some newer widows or some struggling widows who may be going through that. I would suggest that if you're having, if, if there's someone that you're seeing is doing a lot of crying or is very emotional, I would suggest you or someone else maybe take them to a side room and just talk to them, pray with them, give them a chance to get it out, and then bring them back. I'm saying if, if it's overly. You know, if they're just talking, we widows, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. It can just start, right? You know, we'll be talking about that during the grief class. It can start at any time. You know, uh, a thought will cr cross our mind and it'll just hit us like, <laughs> you know. The crying's okay, but I'm, I'm talking about excessive, okay? If it's excessive and really disruptive to your meeting, you know, feel free to say, I'll tell you what, come on, you know, let's just go to the side room. I want to pray for you. And just kind of pray for them, give them a chance to kind of get it out, and then bring them back. And that kind of puts the rest of your group at, at ease, too. Okay? All right. Very good. Excuse me. All right. Watching our time here. Okay, so after the meeting. After, after holding your first meeting, you're now going to have an idea of, of how often you're, you know, particularly if you did not have a kickoff meeting, uh, you can then use those sheets, uh, um, the main widow's information sheets, the full pages. You could use that at your first meeting if you didn't have a kickoff meeting, okay? Or you can hand them out. If you didn't have a kickoff meeting, you can feel free to hand those to the widows in your church and say, would you fill this out and get it back to me? We're going to be having our first meeting. Okay, and then from those sheets, you can tell how often they want to meet, what they want to do. Um, and then I had mentioned about calling someone, planning, uh, planning the next couple meetings. Um, and then I go ahead. Uh, okay, so we've pretty well talked about within the meeting. What I've done on the next page is I have given you a lot of different ideas on other things you can do. I had mentioned that, you know, our ladies chose to have meetings twice a month. How we did that was on our first Saturday, we went, we went somewhere together. It's so important that traveling time together builds relationships. Okay? 
And so just traveling somewhere together. We go to parks. I try to be very careful. And do keep in mind, most widows have a very, you know, we are on a limited income. I talked to one widows group in North Alabama. I said, oh, yes, we're going to, you know, so-and-so concert. Every event they had cost between $20 and $50. And I'm like, ah, the majority of widows can't handle that. I thought, you know, yes, you may be part of a rich church, but how about those other widows in your church who can't afford that? So I would encourage you, that's okay. I would encourage you to, you know, try to do as many times of traveling as you can that are not, you know, that are very cost effective. All right. You might want to go out to a restaurant together once a quarter. We did that once a quarter. And so people can kind of plan for it. If your ladies want to do, you know, once, uh, you know, more than that, you can ask them. But we would go somewhere. We'd go to a park. We'd go to free concerts. If you have a college in your town, cheap, inexpensive. None of us had been to, a, uh, to an opera before. And our college town for seniors, it was $8. And we're like, yeah, we're going. So, you know, we all went to our first opera. But ballet, museums, there's so many things. We went to a park that had these trees with uh, carved out faces, you know, to where, to where they can go ahead and bring their own lunch, keep it cheap again. So just fun things, fun places to go. And then I go through here and I give you all different ideas. Um, of course, the website, I've talked to you about the different videos and everything. But so we did that on the first the first Saturday. And the third Saturday, then we did a potluck where everybody brought something in. And so for the first six months, you know, I just let them talk and that sort of thing. And I think it was maybe even a year, a year into it, I went to start inviting, inviting speakers in to help teach the widows things. Things like how to take care of yourselves, how to protect yourselves. I had someone who, um, who taught uh, defense to come in, a police officer, and teach the ladies different things. They said, right now what's going on is make sure you look underneath your car, you know, before you get in your car because there was a bunch of stuff like that going on. And so bring people in. You know, the phones, for widows, phones are challenging and disturbing and aggravating. <laughs> bring someone in to help them with their phones. Now, you might have to bring an Android and and an iPhone person in, okay? Or a really smart grandson that knows both, you know. Just, just grab a grandchild. They know it all. Uh, but something like that. A banking person. I brought in a, I brought in a pre-funeral person, you know, teaching them how to prepare for their funeral. And so there's so many different things, you know, things that widows need to learn. You can ask your ladies, you know, say, what kind of things would you like me, you know, you know like to learn? Um, sometimes to bring in a simple plumber, and to teach you some things about plumbing. Uh, Janice and I were just talking earlier. She said, "Yeah, you know, I don't know how to do the checkbook and all of this, and my husband handles that." I'm like, "Honey, do it now. <laughs> learn it now, because when you step into grief, you know, you might think, well, you know, once I become a widow, I'll learn it.' Ladies, when you step into grief, you're pretty worthless that first." you know, six to eight months. Um, I have a friend, and she doesn't remember anything from the first six months of being a widow. Her mind's just totally blank. She doesn't remember a thing. So learn, you know, if you're married in here, <laughs> and I just want to get before all church married couples and say, 
Learn what you can from one another, because you never know. My husband's 55, you know, all of y'alls are so much younger. So learn what you can from your husband now, because when you step into grief, it's just, it's just a hard world. All right, so all different things. Um, any of these on here that you see that you like? Y'all looking through them? Goodie boxes for the military. That's a great thing to do. Packing those together. Yeah. You know, after. Yes. Yes. Um, it's, we did it and the ladies, and the ladies just enjoy doing it. A couple of them chose not to, you know, and that's fine. If they choose not to, that's fine. But it gives them something to look forward to. Right now, widows are at home way too much and they're looking for something to look forward to. And so you say tea party. Oh, okay. You know, I'll dress up. Don't have to dress up. Oh, you know. I had gloves from my mom that I had never worn before, and <laughs> I went ahead and put them on and just had fun. And yes, I've got ten hats. My my husband was a hat person. <laughs> They've been in hat boxes for ten years. <laughs> I don't wear them very often. But just if they don't want to, that's fine. But right now, helping helping widows to have something to look forward to is really important. Yeah, yeah, because they don't have purpose. You're trying to help them to find purpose and. One of the things that I do suggest is that um, we began, I think, in our second year. Once a quarter, we would go and we would minister somewhere. And we would, we would go help a ministry, teaching them to give of themselves. Because it's proven there's a couple things, two things in particular, the best two things you can do while grieving. And I'll show these later. I'm not sure who else I'm doing here. Uh, one is journaling is getting, getting those grief things out. Number two, helping other people. Getting our mind off of ourselves onto others. Um, when I speak at banquets and different things, I, I talk about that, that we have got this big memory box of memories. And I said, you know, that is, that is like gold to us. That is our treasure box, our memories. For me, it's my husband's daytime. Because he wrote down everything he did every day of his life. Um, he was taught that as a youth pastor. Um, pastor taught him that, you know, you're not accountable to anybody, you know, except me, but you need to be accountable for yourself. So he started writing things down. And for five years, I kept all, I kept 26 years of daytimers because he had written down everything. But for me, his last daytimer, because, you know, it's really cool. We had gone on our date to Montgomery and come home, and then he died about an hour later. The last thing he wrote in his daytimer? Home. But I love his daytimer because I get to go back and I get to see what things we had done that last month, that last year. So that's, th that's part of my treasure box. But I tell widows, I go, you know, it's fine to have your treasure box. And it's fine to come visit it, you know. 
I'll come visit it still 10 years later during anniversary times and different times that I want to. But I said, what you don't want to do is you don't want to stay here. You don't want to live here because God has purpose, because you're still breathing. He still has a job for you to do. He has a reason for your life. So you don't want to live here. You want to go forward to what he has ahead for you. So it's wonderful to have the treasure box, but we need to, we need to be focused on what God has ahead for us. So that's, that's one of the things that I share. But I hope that answers the question a little bit, Janice, okay? All right. Anything else that you see on here that you like or, or else that you have a question about? But, oh, yeah, I was talking about once a quarter we would do other things. And when w as we did that, widows found things, ways that they enjoyed helping. I had one widow who just loved giving out food at the food pantry that we went and helped with. She began doing that on a regular basis. She found a purpose in her life. And so, you know, give them, open them to different opportunities like that. One, uh, one of the things that we did was we went and there was a family who would adopt kids that had physical, well, foster kids, foster kids that had difficult things. Well, she and her husband did this for many years, but then he ended up leaving her. And she had 10 kids that they had adopted between the ages of 16 and 24. Most of them could not talk. But uh, uh, Lutheran Church had built a huge home with 10 bedrooms in it for them. And so we went one day, and we let her get out of the house. And we went, and we had a Valentine party. And they did a big poster, we love you, Mom. And we did balloons. And we spent time with those kids while the mom got the day off. So, you know, you can find different ways to minister to people. So teach them to give of themselves. All right? So there's some ideas there. And senior centers. Woo! If you want some ideas, ladies, visit your senior center. All right? They have lists of things. And they're so creative, aren't they? They're so creative with the things they come up with. I'm like, get your ideas from the senior center. You know? We don't have to come up with our own. They've already put a whole, <laughs> a whole calendar together. Um, so I've kind, of, I've kind of given you the building blocks. All right? And... That's what we want to do. We want to give you and put in your hand, that's what we try to do today, put in your hand everything that you need to get the ministry going. So do you have any questions right now? Yeah. Have you got any questions? We've gone over a lot of stuff, a lot of different things. The widowers, I'm not sure specifically what you're talking about like the widowers they can get together again the main thing is getting together yeah yeah and you know depending upon what they enjoy doing I mean your pastor or some man you know definitely a man can go ahead and get together with them and they can talk and say we're going to begin a small group ministry for you guys um, and you know just we're going to get together you know how often do you want to get together same thing that we're talking about, and just find, you know, they can, they can ask the guys how often they want to do it. Um, I, I do have any of these sheets, if you want me to send them to you, they're in PDF form to where you can change it to widower information, okay? Um, 
but we're here to help. Anything we can do to help you, that's, that's why we are here, okay? So we just want to put in your hands anything that's going to be helpful. Any other ideas or thoughts, questions? Yes, ma'am. And see, you know, you could do that with your girls' group. Um, it, is that what they're called right now, girls' group? Girls' ministry. <laughs> girls' ministry. And then you have different ages. You know, th- th- there's several different meals. Royal Rangers, you know, they can, they can also do it. I mean, some guys are really good cooks. My sons are great cooks. So, great idea, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? It's so great. Ladies, what you are talking about doing, remember that God is going to go with you. And when Satan tries to tell you you can't, you remind him, I'm a cracked pot. (laughs) But God's going to flow through those cracks and going to get the glory. (laughs) All right. Any other questions before we kind of let you go and you can go get some lunch? We good? Amen. Amen. It's a hard journey. And, you know, we're going to talk more about that in the grief class. Who here is going to be in the grief class? Anybody? Yes. Yeah, I went ahead and brought a couple extra folders just in case I would be prepared. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and pray for you, okay? All right, let me do that. Precious Jesus. Lord, we see your love for the widow all through the word of God. From beginning to end and so many times the stories in the Old Testament and the New Testament are about widows. Lord, we see your heart for the widows in the word where you tell the church to take care of them, to watch over them. And, Lord, I thank you for each and every person here today. Thank you for their interest and their hearts and to step out and to, to minister and to obey your word in caring for the widow. So, Lord, I pray that you will go before them. Lord, that their trust will be in the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, as we have tried to equip them today, help them now as they take these tools and help them to put it into practice, Lord. Let them know that they are not alone, but they are part of our team and that we are here to help them. Lord, bless them as they bless the widows, Father. And Lord, as you you have in Deuteronomy 14, 29, you say that when the widow and the foreigner and and the fatherless are fed and cared for, that you will bless the hands of those who do it. You will bless everything that they do. So I pray that you will bless these women, Lord, as they reach out to touch the widows, as churches reach out to touch the widows, God. Bless them that lives may be changed, that hope 
will be brought to those who are grieving and feel like their life is over with God. Let them know that you still have purpose, that you still have a future for them, Lord. You are so faithful. We thank you, and I thank you for each and every lady today. In your precious, loving name we pray. Amen. And so be it. Amen. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it, and hope you enjoy your chocolates. And you all have my phone number, my email address. It's on my card there. Um, oh, also within the packet, there is a newsletter. Um, I don't think in these packets I gave, I, I don't think I had the grief brochure in there. Grief share. If your church does not have grief share, you need to bring that brochure to your pastor or your small group leader. Every church needs to have a grief share group because A, your community is grieving. B, your church, every person in your church is going to be walking through the death of a loved one. And you have no idea. People have no idea what they're about to walk through when a loved one passes away. And that helps prepare them for it. So I believe every person in the church should, should go through that. I believe it should be a small, you know, Sunday school, small group <laughs> class in every church. And then our newsletter. And I am a missionary. And so if, if you or your church is interested in supporting me monthly, I think I put my faith promise forms in there and all. So the Lord bless y'all. May he bless you and keep you and give you peace. And may his grace shine upon you. Thank you all so much for coming.